hello hello everyone my name is nirmit verma and today i will talk about the rule of law law establishes solidarity in society based on rational and reasonable social norms and values in a complex society there is hardly any area which is untouched by law it governs almost every activity which happens in the society in one way or the other legal and law institutions are important tools for improving functioning and institutions enhancing growth social and economic development and delivering justice in society law is not autonomous it is deeply embedded within society and reflects the values of society society influences law for law is but a reflection of the society it governs law is a vehicle for a social engineering and orderly functioning of the society social control and social change are the ultimate functions of law in society it establishes peace order justice and equality even the weakest sections have the feeling of strength with the existence of law in the society we regularly encounter the law in our daily life while driving the car buying or renting property etc sometimes affected directly and many a time indirectly like eating is indirectly affected by law as the food one eats is required to meet rigorous standards of purity hygiene etc law is a powerful instrument for change law and legal institutions are important tools for improving functioning of institutions enhancing growth social and economic development and delivering justice in society it is the means through which policies are codified and implemented and power is allocated and contested law in combination with other social and political strategies can be used in modern states law serves three critical governance roles first it is through law and legal institutions that states seek to other seek to order and the behavior of individuals and organizations so that economic and social policies are converted into outcomes second law defines the structure of government by ordering power that is establishing a distributing authority and power among government actors and between the state and citizens and third law also serves to order contents contestation by providing a substantive and procedural tools needed to promote accountability resolve disputes peacefully and change the rules as a device to promote transparency accountability and openness in the system in modern states law serves three critical governance roles first it is through law and legal institutions that see states seek to order the behavior of individuals and organizations so that economic and social policies are converted into outcomes second 
law defines the structure of government by ordering power that is establishing and distributing authority and power among government actors and between the state and citizens and third law also serves to order contestation by providing the substantive and procedural tools needed to promote accountability resolve disputes peacefully and change the rules the law has important role in governance the relationship between law governance and development contributes significantly to the promotion of social and individual well-being law is important part of formal governance as well as informal governance and also plays important role in regulating private non-governmental behavior good governance is a supreme value that maximizes the common good and therefore to be perused both in public and private spheres the credibility of the public organizations depends much on the perceptions that they hold and the values they claim to represent such as democracy social justice equity transparency accountability effectiveness and the rule of law all of these values are key components of the wider good governance institutional agenda Good governance comprises the existence of effective mechanisms, processes and and institutions through which citizens and groups articulate their interests, exercise their legal rights, meet their obligations and mediate their differences. The rule of law is one of the essential requirements of good and ethical governance. It means preeminence of law as opposed to anarchy or capricious dictates it requires that government officials and citizens be equally subject to the law of the land and act consistently with the law the rule of law is a durable system of laws institutions norms and community commitment that delivers accountability transparency openness and accessible justice Legal frameworks should be fair and enforced impartially particularly the laws of human rights the governance and administration of any social enterprise must be realized within the framework provided by the rule of law this precept establishes the obligations of individual and collective obedience to the system of public rules that define the legal limits of what can and cannot be done Disobedience to the law leads to corrupt and criminal behavior. One of the prerequisites of the rule of law is fair legal framework that is enforced impartially and particularly full protection of human rights, especially of the vulnerable sections of the society. The factors of transparency also requires that information is freely available and the decisions are taken or enforced in a manner that adheres to the rules and regulations. Laws, rules and regulations have an important role in the governance system. By law, the democratic society can manifest itself so as to protect the state values, the fundamental rights and freedoms of citizens. However, the law must be as stable as possible to help develop domains, economic, social, educational, health, financial, etc. In a democracy, governments exist 
in order to fulfill vital functions such as maintaining security provisions of public services and ensuring treatments according to the laws in force etc it is the constitution that broadly defines structure and function of the government and the principles to be followed while through the legal framework created the system becomes operational at the local level the legal framework in a country is as vital for economic development as for political and social development the legal framework also affects the lives of the poor and as such has become an important dimension of strategies for poverty alleviation in the struggle against discrimination in the protection of the socially weak and in the distribution of opportunities in society the law can make an important contribution to a just and equitable society and thus to prospects for social development and poverty alleviation law provides rules about how individuals and firms are to behave in order to achieve economic and social policy outcomes to achieve the desired outcomes the most conventional method is coercive power of law and fear of sanctions if people driven by their narrow self-interest do not behave in a socially desirable way sanctions can be imposed to induce cooperation by changing incentives manufacturing companies will comply with environmental regulations if there is a high likelihood of being fined an amount greater than the profit margin gained from non-compliance however to achieve the deterrence effect of law there is a need for proper compliance of law for which the state needs effective administrative and law enforcement institutions finally the sanction for violating the law must leave the perpetrator worse off than any benefits law also acts as a signpost and expression to guide people on how to act when they have several options the expressive power of law does not do the work of shifting a norm by itself but rather depends on the incentives it provides to those who already accept the new law as well as as a range of support programs generating awareness among people that drive the process of internalizing the new norm more broadly indian constitution is the supreme law of the land and above all governmental actions it envisages the principle of welfareism and moral governance the constitution of india enshrines the principle of justice social economic and political equality of status of opportunity and before the law freedom of thought expression belief faith worship vocation association and action subject to law and public morality and to provide safeguards for minorities backward and tribal areas and depressed and other backward classes these are the basic principles to attain good governance part 3 of the constitution contains a list of fundamental rights these are primarily civil and political rights which cannot be interfered with by legislation or executive action and in the case they are article 32 confers the the supreme court and the article 226 the high courts with the power to declare such actions void the constitutional obligations imposed on the government are not solely negative some of the fundamental rights in part 3 positive rights require affirmative action by the government as opposed to non-interference the directive principles of state policy in part 4 of the constitution gives expression to the principles embodied in the preamble to the constitution 
The directive principles aim at achieving an egalitarian social order with universal access to employment, health and education services which are all components to achieve the goal of sustainable development and good governance. In addition, the constitution provides for a system of checks and balances between the organs of the state. The power of judicial review of the actions of the legislature and executive under the articles 32, 226, 227, 136 of the constitution is the basic of essential or essential feature of Indian constitution. It is the most important weapon in the hands of the judiciary for maintenance of democracy and rule of law. Good governance implies an administration that is sensitive and responsive to the needs of the people and is effective in coping with emerging challenges in society by framing and implementing appropriate laws and measures. It includes strict rules of accountability. Rulers must be strictly bound by generally accepted norms and controlled by institutions to enforce those norms with the abandonment of Lazy's fair and advent of modern philosophy of the welfare state, the administrative organ, is almost all the democratic countries is performing large variety of functions. There are, there has been enormous increase in the functions of the administration in the modern welfare state, both regulatory and marginal and managerial. The increase in the powers and duties of administration has brought it in conflict with the individual in various walks of life. The increase in functions and powers of administration calls for its control and regulation. The administrative law provides for the nature of the powers exercised by the administration, the grounds on which the exercise of these powers can be challenged in the court of law, and the different remedies available to the individual against the administration in the law courts. The law thus acts as a means to prevent abuse of power by the executive protecting the rights of individuals, provide easy redressal of citizens' grievances thereby bringing transparency and accountability in government functioning. Good governance is associated with efficient and effective administration in the democratic framework. It is considered as citizen-friendly, citizen-caring and a responsive administration. How executives use law to implement policies and exercise authority and how citizens use law to challenge the contest and contest the, the exercise of power decides the efficacy of legal systems as commitment and coordination device to promote accountability. These legal institutions which include courts and associated agencies such as prosecutors, the, and police, statutory, adjudicative, and oversight bodies such as OM, Butsemen, auditors, and the Human Rights Commission, etc., promote accountability by imposing checks on authorities and providing a forum for claims by citizens, the extent to which these institutions are accessible and effective forums for citizens to challenge administrative actions decides level of accountability and transparency of the system. In India, the Supreme Court has a significant contribution in achieving the goal of good governance. There is no area where the judgment of Supreme Court have not made an impact, whether it is be environment, human rights, gender justice, education, minorities, police reforms, and elections and limits on powers of parliament to amend the constitution. 
the Supreme Court has emerged as protector of civil liberties by giving wide interpretation to the provisions of fundamental rights, especially Articles 14, 19, and 21, exercising powers under Article 32 of the Constitution. It holds the state responsible to repair damage caused by officers to the state of to fundamental rights of the citizens and to pay compensation for their wrongful actions. In the absence of enacted law to provide for the effective enforcement of the basic human rights, like in the case of gender equality and sexual harassment at all workplaces, the Supreme Court has issued guidelines and norms to be observed strictly until the legislation is enacted for the specified purpose. This is done in exercise of the power available under Article 32 for enforcement of the fundamental rights and it is to be treated as a law declared by the Supreme Court under Article 141 of the Constitution. Judiciary has thus played a crucial role in development of law and evolution of society in general and has emerged as an important medium to bring change and, ens and ensuring good governance by disciplining those holding reins of power. The courts in India have been transformed to central players in issues at the forefront of politics and development. In India, legal institutions, at least at the level of the Supreme Court, have proven to be an important venue for contestation with an extensive tradition of public interest, litigation and high-profile legal challenges to dominant power interest and social norms. Public interest litigation, PIL, as it has developed, marks a significant departure for traditional judicial proceedings. Through the instrument of public interest litigation, the Supreme Court has upheld the rights of the disadvantaged and has enhanced government accountability over issues such as child and bonded labor, environmental hazards, public health, and non-description, etc. Another area of abiding public concern which the Supreme Court has dealt with the PILs is good governance and the accountability of the public officials. The trust reposed in persons holding public positions and exercising public power is believed when discretion is exercised irregularly and sometimes even for collateral considerations. The Supreme Court has played a major role in not only unearthing scams but also carrying the discovery of such facts to their logical conclusion. Law is thus the instrumental way in which groups and individuals in society use as a means of promoting, enforcing and protecting rights and interests. Regulatory structures and law of all kinds increasingly shape the nature, use and effects of exercise, the of power. Effective legal system and institutions are therefore needed to produce government that is legitimate, effective and widely supported by citizens.